They're all talking about Aaron Rodgers and how he may never leave Green Bay again and how great things are. They're 7-1. and one, And then this hits. Wango. If you don't want to get vaccinated and you get COVID, you can't play. This is crazy. Replay every single day around here on this continent. Insert name. I'm tired of it. He made a choice. He got COVID. You can't play. What the hell's so hard to figure out about that? And why do we need to sit and talk about it? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh. (laughs) It absolutely is. Yeah, it absolutely is the RP Show. We're coming at you live from the Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room out here in Emerald Park, White City. And I've got the moose with me, uh, Darren Moose DuPont, and we are live. There it is. There's the shot. This is a little new for me. This is a brand new spot. And the owners uh, said, come on out and do your show from the Rec Room. I was not expecting this. So we're going to get some shots from around here throughout the program today. we got huge news to talk about from the National Hockey League and Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, it looks like Moose is situated somewhere on another planet, but he's only about 10 feet from me right here. So, Moose, how are you? I'm great. Cheers. Yes. Um, before we talk about the biggest news, and I, I, I don't have my cattle bell here to ring the breaking news, but um, you just want to spend 30 seconds on telling the folks why we're at Aspen Links Clubhouse today, because I know you did the deal. I, I'm a little blown away by where we're at, and we're going to, Our viewers are going to have a pretty good look at where we're at over the next two hours. You've never been here yet. Well, not since I used to golf here, but not this. Not not this. And I was uh, treated out here. Kelly and uh, and Ricky brought me out for a little tour a few weeks ago. They're building brand new clubhouses you saw coming in out at Aspen Links, Emerald Park. It is beautiful. But it's not just that. The reason that we have the connection here is because of Baller's record. room. That's Ricky, right? Ricky Kazama. Ricky Regina. Ricky Regina and, and, and Kelly. Baller's rec room, the TAP, our longtime partners since day one. That's right. On the show. Well, they built basically, I want to call it Baller's 2.0. It is called uh, the Aspen Links rec room inside the clubhouse. The restaurant's here where we've been enjoying uh, uh, a wonderful little morning coffee and a little snack. And um, then back behind you, is the rec room. I mean, pool tables, games, basketball. There's full golf simulators, which apparently are like professional grade, beautiful. Um, everything's here. The membership downstairs with the clubhouse and the pro shop and everything else. So uh, they brought us out to do our show from here. We're going to play some games, hang out, and have a really good time. I see uh, why they want to show this place off. So yeah. I think over the course of the next two hours, you're going to get a look at Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room. But anyways, I said to Moose when I showed up here, because we just did a hockey game last night, uh, I said, I'm a little in flux here. Um, I don't have my quick six show topics written down yet. And you're like, well, one, two, three, four, five, and six are the Jack Eichel trade. That's the big news this morning. How about that? The blockbuster deal. There you go. <laughs> the blockbuster trade has been made. Jack Eichel is a Vegas Golden Knight. And Kelly McCrimmon, the general manager of the Golden Knights, I believe has already met with the media in Vegas, or if he hasn't already, he's about to. That's okay. I get a pretty good idea what he's going to say and where he's coming from on this. And joining us today later on in hour one is Tim Hunter. We had him briefly, as you recall, last week from Yellowstone country. The connection wasn't that great on the side of the highway in Montana. Tim Hunter now is home from his cabin. He will join us to break down this trade. And Eddie Lack, clear the track. Here comes Lack. Eddie Lack will be joining us from Arizona to talk about this trade and everything else NHL related. So I, 
I literally don't know where to start, Moose, but you got to start somewhere, as they say. So please, Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn? So we'll play. I'm just going to give you the shortest story on this, and then we can go longer if we can. Jack Eichel will get artificial disc replacement surgery as soon as this week after being traded from the Buffalo Sabres to the Vegas Golden Knights Thursday morning, 8.30 a.m. Eastern, roughly 6.30 out here in the West. The return for Buffalo is Peyton Krebs, whom we all know out here, and I think he's a household name, world junior champion, of course, Winnipeg Ice Star, first-round pick. I think he was 17th overall to the Golden Knights. Alex Tuck, who's, I think, a day-one guy for the Golden Knights, an original draft choice of the Minnesota Wild. A tw- so Krebs going to Buffalo, Alex Tuck going to Buffalo, a 2022 first-rounder going to Buffalo, and a 2023 third-rounder coming the other way from Buffalo to Vegas, or as you look at it, is Jack Eichel and a 2023 third-round draft pick. So the saga is over. This has come on like a flurry, Moose, because just this morning on SportsCenter, you saw Daryl Sutter talking about it the head coach of the Calgary Flames, about the Flames being in on Jack Eichel. And I know you have some thoughts on that. So to get us rolling, the poll question today for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, and you tweeted it from over there when we were having coffee this morning, is who won this trade? Where is it, Moose? There you go. (laughs) Keeping in mind that it's only hours old. 53% on Twitter are saying that the Buffalo Sabres are winning it. And I see that it's just been posted to Facebook by our crew because 100% on Facebook are saying the Buffalo Sabres have won the trade. Because the Vegas Golden Knights are my team, as of today, I will say the Golden Knights have won the trade. But trying to get my head around it. You? Yeah, I think we're going to be in a position where we're going to probably talk about this throughout the show and won't really have an opinion on who's won the trade until I hear from Tim Hunter and hear from different people, Eddie Lack, and we talk about it a little bit more. But on the surface, I think that the Golden Knights won the trade because what do we often say? Whoever got the best player won the trade. Well, the Golden Knights got the best player in this trade. Despite what you think about Jack Eichel, despite what you think about his character on the ice, He's a really good player. He's an, he, he has the potential to be an elite player. Alex Tuck's been very good. He's young too, just 25 years old. Um, but I, what did he have, 33 points last year. Um, and he's hurt right now. He's hurt right now, hasn't played yet. 55 the year before that. So on a good year, the potential of Alex Tuck appears to be 50 to 60 points, right? Jack Eichel's a 100-point player. That's his potential. That's where he needs to get to, to be the Jack Eichel that was drafted at the top of the NHL entry draft. So. Vegas won the trade. Yes, the first round pick is a big one. It is top 10 protected, so it can't be a top 10 pick. Peyton Krebs has the potential to be a star in the league. But that first round pick, Peyton Krebs, they're not NHL stars yet. So you're paying for potential. Jack Eichel is a star. Alex Tuck is a very good player. But on the surface, I think Vegas got better today. Well, all things being equal, I might say Buffalo won the trade, and I'll say why. And it doesn't take much to figure it out. Eichel's not even playing. Like, as I dig a little... Look what you got for a player that's not even playing. That's hurt. and doesn't want to play for you. You got Krebs. You got Tuck. You got a first-rounder. And God knows who that's going to be. I'd like to think that it's going to be a late first-round pick because that would mean that the Golden Knights had had a great year. But right now, they have not had a great year. 
And it's, listen, that's why I said I don't need to listen to what Kelly McCrimmon is going to say today to the Vegas media because I know how he thinks. I watched the Leafs-Golden Knights game the other night in your living room, or at least a period of it, and I forgot what I said. You brought it up on the show. I said, we haven't even seen the Leafs goalie for half a period. These, I said, these are not my Golden Knights. Injuries aside, and I'm not going to name who it is, but I had a very long talk last night in the brand center in this media scouts room with a golden knight staffer and 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 it was nothing about hockey whatsoever it was all about uh, he was interested in this show and uh, me going to florida and how the panthers have been treating me and i just said you know in vegas i couldn't even get a spot in the press box press box like what the hell there's over 100 people in the press box in vegas he's like he was i don't know man it's uh it's just what do you say lightning in a bottle or whatever and we got that that's more that we talked about was the business end of things not the fact that the golden knights have not gotten off to the best start now jack eichel he's just having surgery this week i read that maybe maybe so here's the associated press story that's come down on this this morning the jack eichel era in buffalo is over with a nasty public eight-month feud reaching a conclusion today when the sabers traded their former captain and face of the franchise to the vegas golden knights the trade ends a stalemate between eichel and buffalo over how to repair his herniated disc, which has sidelined him since March. The dispute revolved around the NHL's collective bargaining agreement, giving teams the final say over the treatment of injuries. Kevin Adams, the general manager of the Sabres, coming out today and saying this was never personal. And now that's being debated. What does that comment mean? So that's strictly based on the fact that you're getting all this talent for a guy that was never going to play for you and is hurt? That would actually tell me that Buffalo's probably won the trade. Is it, is it possible for both teams to win a trade? You would hope. You would, like, that's the way you would like it to work out. Yeah, and you look at it this way. Buff, you know, Buffalo's got a player who's not going to play for you. So anything you get back is a positive. It's a net benefit. And when you look at Vegas, yeah, Alex Tuck has been, he's been one of the faces of that franchise, right? Alex Tuck has been in 25 years old. Um, but he hasn't played all year, and Vegas is struggling. So you need to inject a little bit of scoring. You need to inject some offense. You need to get this team going and shake things up and let the rest of the group know that if we don't get better, more moves are coming. So I think Vegas got better too. I think both teams accomplished something here. From a Golden Knights fan whom will remain nameless, texting me this morning in our little text group, I think Krim is losing it. That trade makes no sense at any level. See why we're sitting here kicking this around today, Moose? Yeah. With, with all the hockey fans? Because that is, I said, this was a major haul for the Buffalo Sabres to bring in for a guy that's hurt and isn't even playing. And by the way, uh, it's interesting that from the YYC Puck and Pigskin podcast, he wrote it and said, everybody wins on Twitter because now everybody can shut, out a, shut up about it. No. This is similar to the Lou Cheech, James Neal situation with the flames and orders every single night we're checking the box scores to see what james neal was doing in edmonton and lucic was doing in calgary every night it isn't over in a lot of ways it's just started mm -hmm. patrolman pete in winnipeg watching he says i would have felt sorry for tuck and krebs a month ago but buffalo has started turning the corner adding those two to the mix will speed up the rebuild to quote my mom wouldn't that be a trick
if the Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres actually know what they're doing. What's spicy? Who? What? <laughs> that, that's not a thing. And, and by the way, I know that a lot of NHL media didn't know anything about Kelly McCrimmon before he showed up in Vegas five years ago. But we had a coach in our hockey team, God's team, <laughs> the Regina Pats, and I will not name him either because we had a revolving door. You'll never guess who it was. But he said, if Kelly McCrimmon calls you for a trade, hang up. You're not going to win. <laughs> oh, true story. So do you actually think that's changed? Like Jack Eichel, uh, obviously you saw, you said you were watching SportsCenter. Only two players that draft year have scored more than Eichel. And he's been hurt for half of the time since. Connor McDavid and Mitch Marner. Two seemingly franchise-changing players. That's what Jack Eichel is. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Vegas is feeling pretty good today. With the, with the, like he, he's going to be the face of the franchise. Right? Yeah, he should be. I mean, he is, that's his potential. He needs to become that player. And if he is for Vegas, I mean, they just got themselves a Marner. I don't want to say anybody can get themselves a McDavid, right? But a Dreisaitl or a McKinnon or whatever you have you. You're, you're getting Jack Eichel, and Jack Eichel is supposed to be a 100-point guy a year. He's supposed to be your leading scorer, a yearly all-star, a guy who makes things happen. And what you hope for a guy like this is that he's now happy in a situation where he can have success. You'll always wonder about Vegas being the distraction that Vegas can be. But you know what? This is an opportunity for a fresh scene for him, an opportunity to get right with the herniated disc and be a star again. Well, and the other thing, by the way, on that medical issue with the treatment of the neck injury to Jack Eichel, that's not strange either. It, it happens. I mean, I know in my time in the CFL, we had players that got hurt and uh, the therapy staff would come out and, and go to attend to him and the player would be laying there and go, don't touch me. Like, that's, that's the moneymaker right there, right? There's, that's a really touchy deal. Yeah. And the Sabres and Jack Eichel couldn't even come to an agreement on that. And all of a sudden, he gets traded to Vegas and, boop, he's in for surgery. God bless America. We've spent the entire warm-up here so far on the Jack Eichel trade today. And why not? It's the biggest news in sports. But I'm going to just read you what happened last night in the National Hockey League. And we'll break and get to all these other things, which include Aaron Rodgers. COVID, Sidney Crosby, COVID. Tonight's featured game, what is it? But anyways, last night, Neon Leon had two goals and an assist to take the NHL scoring lead, a point ahead of teammate Connor McDavid, and the Edmonton Orders beat Nashville 5-2 at Rogers Place. Dreisaitl had 20 points on nine goals and 11 assists. McDavid assisted on both of Leon's tallies last night. Connor Yamamoto, Devin Shore, and Jesse Pujarvi also scored. And Miko Koskinen made 31 saves to help the Western Conference leading Oilers improve to 8-1. Their best start since 85-86. Who won the Stanley Cup that year, Moose? Edmonton Oilers. Montreal Canadiens. Oh. <clears throat> Jesper Fast and Martin... Why you give me a break when it's, I'm not alive for it? Jesper Fast and Martin Neca scored 309 apart in the third period. And the undefeated Carolina Hurricanes topped the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3. Hashtag take, take warning. At 9-0, the Hurricanes moved into a tie with the 2015-16 Canadiens for the NHL's third longest win streak to begin a season. Alex DeBrinkett had two goals for Chicago, which lost 6-3 at Carolina on Friday. 
Did you see the stretch pass from Patrick Kane to Debrinket? He is rolling. And they're like, did, they, did he plan that? Uh, yeah, they've only been doing it for 10 years, brah. Jake Bean scored twice, including the winner, 112 into overtime. And Columbus rebounded after surrendering a late two-goal lead to beat Colorado 5-4. Cole Sillinger, big friend of the show, probably golfed this track a few times, I would think, scored twice. And Boone Jenner added a goal for the Blue Jackets, who finished their three-game roadie at 2-1. and one. And Arthur Kaliev scored in the fourth round of a shootout, and L.A. extended its winning streak to three games with a 3-2 victory over the St. Louis Blues. I wanted to ask the viewers today, and <laughs> I didn't expect to wake up to Eichel being traded, right? So I was thinking of a poll question today, and it was going to be, do you like shootouts in hockey? Because I was privy to one the other night in the Mecca. Yeah, in Notre Dame, and I I really enjoy the shootout. That was going to be the poll question, and I would like to kick that around with you and the viewers coming up next segment. But we've got NFL, we've got Raptors, we've got World Series ratings, all those, and a new sponsor to announce as well. How about here in hour one? Yeah, the warm ups brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come see our sales staff and in house specialists for all your electrical needs. We're broadcasting live from Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.